Hey, are you looking to upgrade your key life areas and evolve to a higher level of existence? To practically harness personal growth and spirituality in a crazy, busy, imperfect world? Then you've come to the right place. My name is Prash and this is Urban Spirituality, the show which uniquely fuses ancient wisdom with contemporary self-growth and spiritual disciplines to deliver value-adding tools, traits, and insights to help you unleash your fullest potential. We always keep it real, featuring authentic, unfiltered dialogue with guests from diverse backgrounds to inspire, entertain, and enlighten all who listen. So get ready for your dose of urban spirituality. Be present and let's dive in. What habit or habits do you have that you regard as conducive or empowering in your life? And what habit or habits in your life do you regard as disempowering or harmful in your life? So just think about that for a second. Which habits in your life are empowering? Which habits in your life are disempowering? If it's too much to think about, just think about one habit. Maybe it's just one habit that you want to improve. But I really want you to think about one habit that does work for you. This is important. See, far too often we're fixated. We're trying to fix a problem without celebrating where we've already had successes. So I'll put that to you again. Which area or areas in your life have you got a habit that is actually working for you? It's actually a good habit. It's empowering. It's helpful. It's leading to different kinds of success or good results or a happy emotional state. What is that? Think about that for a sec. And then I want you to think about what habit or habit is disempowering that you know that you shouldn't really indulge in or you know that it's kind of controlling you that you're not in charge of the habit the habit is kind of controlling you what is that for you and think about that for a moment once you've got that i want us to go on this little journey so be present with me and let's look at how we can first of all let's just look at the habit that's working for you if you have a habit that's working for you how is it working for you Why is it that that habit is working for you? What is it that you've done that's causing this habit to be successful for you? Think about that for a second. What is it that you've done that's causing this habit to be successful for you? What is it, that thing, that's allowed it to be successful? Think about that for a moment. As you do that and you think about what it is, ask yourself, What have you done that's caused it to be successful? What did you do? Did you use willpower? Did you use, did you have a strong motivation that caused it to be that way? Because what that's going to do is that's going to orientate you to find the success factors that work for you in your life to bring them over to something that you want to give up, you know, to create healthier habits. So let's look at something that you want to improve in your life right? An area that you know that you've got a habit that's not working for you. You need to pull that habit out. You want to give up a habit. Let's say the habit is in the area of food control, right? That you're not controlled enough in your food, that you know you need to stop eating some of the not helpful stuff, that unhealthy stuff and eat more healthy stuff. Or you want to create a healthy habit around exercise. Maybe for you, it's a healthy habit around self-care because at the end of the day, and I often say this to my coaching clients, that the, that the heart and soul of success in your business, your career, or your personal lives is you. So the best investment that you can make in your life, in your business, in your career, in your relationships, is actually the investment in you, in in yourself, in ourselves. Because when we invest in ourselves, 
when we upgrade our habits, our behaviors, the way we think, then we're able to start to create success in our lives in each area. So I hope that makes sense. So think about this, okay? What area is it that you want to do? Is it self-care? Is it losing weight? Is it gaining weight? Is it eating less? Is it maybe the habit of reading more? Is it the habit that you need to have a hobby? Think about what it is for you. Or maybe it's a work or a career-related habit. Maybe you need to do something at your work that you're not doing. Maybe you need to cultivate the habit of giving more presentations, making more sales calls, whatever it is. When you've got that, let's look at a formula to help you to start to utilize the power of habits. And I want to use this little acronym for the power of habits, okay? H-A-B-I-T. And I'm going to go through this with a little acronym that I've created and then I share with some of my clients and it's worked for them and it's helping them and I want to share that with you. So, H-A-B-I-T, you can add in the S at the end, habits, okay? Let's look at what, let's deconstruct and unpack how the acronym for habits can help us in our journey. Okay, let's start with H. In this scenario, H is for heart. What I mean by heart is your why, your purpose. So let's so pick your habit, whatever that habit is. Let's say it is losing weight and getting fitter, just as an example. So you want to understand what is your why, right? So that means you want to check in with your heart. You need to get back to your heart, your reason. Remember, our why is much more to do with our emotions not so much to do with our logic, okay? So look back and try and understand your why. Why is it that you want to lose weight in this example? Why is it that you want to get fitter? Is it because you want to be, you want to live longer so you can be with your family? Is it because you're the breadwinner? You're the, you're the main person who people depend on, so you've got to be healthy. Is it because you just want to lose weight and look good or feel good? So what is it that's driving you to want to cultivate that good habit or give up that bad habit. So understand your why. Or you can also by extension say, what is it? So what is it that's driving you to wanna embrace that good habit or give up that bad habit? So understand your why. That means checking in with your heart. You've gotta go back to your heart. So H, in this acronym of habits, H is for heart. You've gotta understand why you wanna do something. Some people say, you know, hey, I wanna, I want to get rich. So, you know, if you want to get rich, you're going to make a lot of money. We always say, well, why do you want to make a lot of money? And you know what the answer for many people is? And again, I'm just using this as an example. It's the feeling that people get by having the money. It's the feeling that they get when they acquire a possession or when they have an experience based on that money. It's really about the money per se. It's about the feeling and the meaning. Does that make sense? So understanding our why. You know, what is driving us and why do we want this habit to embrace this habit or to give up that habit is very powerful. So that's the first meditation I want to give you. The first principle, the first step of success using this habits acronym, H-A-B-I-T-S. H is for heart. Get to clear on your why, your purpose around the habit. Number two, A. A is for awareness. It's also for attention. So think about this for a second. When we, when we engage in a habit, whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, we always have something going on in here that's happening, right? But we're not aware of it. But something is happening. We have 
something going on that's driving us to indulge in that habit, whether it's a good habit or whether it's a bad habit. So we've got to understand what it is that's driving us. So it's about becoming aware. So the second letter of habits stands for awareness or attention. Where is your attention going? For example, let's say you have a bad habit. The habit is that you overeat. So you can start to check in and see where your attention is when you feel like overeating. Is it because there is some sort of craving that is rising up? What's going on there? So it's understanding that attention, putting your attention, and it's having an awareness of what's going on. So for example, let's say you want to cultivate a good habit. Maybe what you've got is something that's driving you, right? You understand your why, and then the, where is your awareness? Maybe it's because your awareness is you have this image in your mind of somebody who's really fit and healthy. Or if you're, if you're, if you're you know, the habit you want to create is something in your work. Maybe you have an image of an icon or a role model that you have. So what it is, is you're bringing your awareness or your attention to the thing that will motivate you to embrace a good habit and, and prevent you or put you off, dissuade you from taking and doing a bad habit. So it's about bringing your awareness, what's going on in here. So you've checked in with your heart, you understand your why. Then you check in with your head to understand, okay, what am I thinking about? What's happening up here in my head? That's where, where is my attention? Where is my awareness? You look for that, look to where your mind is going. That awareness will help you to embrace a good habit better or give up a good, a bad habit better. Right. The third letter in habits is B. B is for behavior. Behavior, obviously, right? So what behavior is associated with that habit? So, for example, let's say it is about the habit that you're overeating. So what behavior is associated with that? Well, I'm reaching for the snack cupboard. I find that I'm reaching for the snack cupboard and eating too much. Um, I'm getting together with, uh, with too many friends for meals, right? Back in the day, right? You know, you're going to too many restaurants, you're indulging too much. What behavior is associated with it if it's a bad habit? Let's say it's a good habit, then what behavior is associated with that? Let me give you my example. When I, when I get inspired um, and when I'm feeling like in a productive way, one of the things I do, one of my behaviors is I like to stand up and walk. And I get walking because the walking, the motion causes my emotion to rise. It also elevates my dopamine. That's what happens when you're excited, when you get physical, when you do exercise, your dopamine levels rise, your metabolism rises. And so you start to feel more active, more alert. So what you're looking for is what behavior are you associating with that habit, right? So we've looked at our heart, our why. We've looked at our head, our awareness and our attention. We've checked in with ourselves, right? It could be our visual attention, wherever it's going, or our oral attention, but we've checked in with where our attention is. And then thirdly, we've looked at our physicality, our behavior, what's going on, what behavior is showing up. So once we understand what behavior is showing up, we can change it. Let's say we're trying to cultivate a good habit, but we have a bad behavior. Let's say the behavior is that we're always sitting on social media or getting distracted by TV. That could be preventing us from embracing this good habit. Say the habit we want to cultivate is going to the gym and exercising or going out for a walk. But then let's say, you know, we've had a long day we want to sit in front of the tv and just vegetate we want to switch off and watch tv or we want to get onto social media to get a little dopamine hit so that behavior is not conducive to that positive habit that you want to form by bringing that awareness to it and then understanding and identifying what the behavior is you can start to decouple and recreate or reattach a new 
behavior that is supportive of the habit that you want to get. Does that make sense? This is classic coaching that we can bring into practice. The coaching and training that I do and I'm passionate about because I've lived this um, and I've had horrible bad habits, horrible. Some of my beloved family members who um, have been supporting me all along this journey of life, um, who I've been privileged to have, have helped me to spot those bad behaviors. And that's allowed me to bring the awareness that I didn't have myself, but somebody brought it to my attention. So by understanding what behaviors are showing up, you can start to either join them up with a habit or decouple them, detach them from a habit and replace that behavior with something else that's conducive to the habit that you want to embrace or give up. Make sense? Right. So from H-A-B, we move to I. I is integration. Integration. What do I mean by integration? How do you integrate those habits into your environment? What is it that will allow you to integrate, integrate a good habit that you want or to give up a bad habit that you want to get rid of? For example, again, using the fitness analogy. Well, what can you do to integrate fitness into your life? Maybe you need to get a gym membership. Maybe it's as simple as you getting, if you're a parent and you're busy with your children, maybe it's finding somebody who could look after the kids so you can just get a walk. So it's thinking about how you can integrate whatever it is that you want to cultivate into your day-to-day -day and week-to-week -week life. If it's a career thing, let's say you want to advance in your career or you're in your business, you want to get to the next level. How can you integrate training, self-learning, self-education into your week? Where can you inject that into your week? Where can you inject the habit of studying and learning into your week so you can become more effective in your career or your business so it's about integrating incorporating and another i i want to talk about is your environment i n your environment so i is also for integration and for environment by environment i mean what emotional state are you in when you're indulging in that habit are you in an overwhelmed state are you in a stressful state are you angry are you resentful are you feeling guilty? Because the emotional state that you're in when you're indulging in a habit, a bad habit in particular, gives us a clue as to how we can start to, to loosen the grip that that bad habit has over you. Once you recognize the emotion, once you become aware of it, and once you sit with that emotion for a while, okay, just sit with it without judging it, good or bad, but you just sit there and ask that emotion a question, almost as if that emotion is a person and say, what are you here to teach me? And this really goes down a whole area of mindfulness and it's a whole separate area we can talk about. But for now, just understand this. When you are trying to embrace a good habit or give up a bad habit, look at A, how you can integrate that into your life and B, look at your environment. What is going on internally, in, emotionally that is, environment that is showing up for you, good emotion or bad. The same thing goes for good habits. Let's say there is a habit that you want to put, to, that you really want to embrace. Let's say again, it is getting fit or it's studying. Well, maybe what you find is that when you read a book for a little while or when you go for a walk with a friend, you suddenly start feeling a happier state. You get happier, you get more motivated good emotions so when you check in with your environment what emotional state you're in you're better able to start to bookmark and repeat that emotion the more you get in tune with the emotion the more you're able to repeat the positive emotion that you want or to start to strip away the negative emotion that you don't want so it comes through checking in with that environment okay so habits h a b 
I for integration, and let's move to T. T is for trust. It's actually for two things, but one T is for trust. So trust means backing yourself. And we use this phrasing, we use this phrase in coaching a lot. Backing yourself means having faith in your own abilities, having a degree of self-belief, self-confidence that you can achieve what you want to achieve. Now, it doesn't always mean that we feel that all the time, right? Many of us lack that self-confidence and that's totally fine. It's totally natural. We're all going to have different states that we're in. But what we're aspiring for, what we're trying to do here is we're trying to remind ourselves that we are actually pretty awesome people. Now, how can you do that practically? What can you actually do? Here's what you can do practically. What you can do actually or practically is look back at your life, at situations or circumstances or projects or goals that you have succeeded in or that you actually did well in, whatever that is, whether it's in your personal life, your professional life, it's in your relationships. Think about areas where you've actually succeeded and accomplished something. And when you think about that, look and feel those emotions and those feelings of empowerment, self-satisfaction, a feeling of fulfillment. Bring back those emotions. And by bringing back or recalling the emotions that you had with those powerful times of success or victory in your life, whether it's in your work, career, professional, school days, whatever, you're able to start to transpose those victories. You're almost able to implant them back in yourself, refresh yourself of those, and then inject them into the thing that you're trying to do here. So what you're doing is you're learning to back yourself. You're backing yourself by recognizing that, guys, I am pretty powerful. Guys, I can do this. I don't need validation from other people here. I'm actually doing this pretty well myself. You're backing yourself. You're not waiting for somebody to give you the endorsement and pat on the back to say, hey, you can do it. You're backing yourself. So that's why the T in habits is about trust, backing yourself and having faith in yourself that even though you may make mistakes, it's not about being perfect, okay? We're not saying that having trust in yourself means that you won't screw up, that we won't fall down. Of course we'll fall down, right? How many times have we tried to embrace a good habit and we've fallen down and give up a bad habit and then we fall off the horse, as we say, right? Fall off the wagon. Of course we do. But it's about having the long-term trust. You know, like if you're investing in stocks and shares, especially, for example, in crypto at the moment, and I'm involved in crypto at the moment in a very surprising way. Uh, drop me a private message if you want to know how I'm involved because it's a very novel way of doing something. In any case, in crypto, for example, or in certain types of stock trading, they say that you've got to take the long view. You don't just put in a bunch of money and then get upset every time it drops in value. You look at the long-term view that it's going to overall kind of get there. So in other words, you have to back yourself that if I put money into these areas or these stocks, right, in crypto or investment, um, then you have faith that it's a good decision over the long term. You don't mind the short term dips and ups and downs. So similarly with habit formation, good habit formation or removing all of bad habits, you accept the fact that they're going to be ups and downs, that they're going to be falls. But overall, you take the long term view. You back yourself by having faith in the future you, that the future you will achieve it. You have to have trust in yourself. Make sense? The other T, the other thing that T in habits stand for, stands for is team. Having a battle buddy, having um, an accountability partner. This is somebody who you can um, kind of 
declare your situation to, somebody who can hold you accountable, a friend, a family member, a spouse, maybe a work colleague or a business partner. And what they can do is that particular habit that you want to embrace or the habit you want to give up, they can become a bit of an accountability partner. So if you're saying, listen, I'm going to somehow get one hour of walking done four times a week. Even if I can't get to the gym, I'm just going to do walking four times a week, right? Or if it's like a habit of reading or studying, right? I'm going to block out four hours in my diary every week to study. I don't know how I'm going to do it, where, but I will block out four hours, for example. Or you block it out, you know, four days in a row. Either way, the accountability buddy, the accountability partner will help to sustain and support that drive that you're on. So it's going to be somebody who's got... Uh, compassion and care for you, somebody who gives a damn about you and who you give a damn about because, of course, if you're if they're helping you, you may be able to support them and be an accountability partner for their habit that they want to embrace or give up. So I hope that makes sense. So that is the T in habit. And lastly, we have S. The last S, so S in habits. Last S. And I want you to go deep on this. The last S is to do with sustainability. How can you sustain the momentum that you have? How can you sustain things? And that S, interestingly, correlates to their first letter of habits, which is H, which I said stands for heart or being clear on your why. The stronger your heart factor, the stronger your why, your purpose, your reason for embracing this good habit or giving up that bad habit, the stronger your reason, your underlying principle, the stronger that why is, right, the stronger your sustainability factor will be. That is to say, you will be able to sustain that habit. You'll be able to maintain it. So S is for sustainability. You know, like we talk about sustainability in terms of the environment, in terms of what we do. So how can we sustain a habit? That means creating, be that means everything that we've just discussed, creating good behaviors that support it, hanging around with good people who are going to encourage the good habit, <laughs> in finding good ways to integrate it so that you can sustain it, um, having the facility to go to a gym or having the books around you that you want to study or having partners who are conducive in your business. So S is about sustainability. It's creating the people, the place, the circumstance, the atmosphere, the environment, the mental state, the physical state to able to, to enable you to sustain that habit. So I hope that makes sense. That, my friends, is my personal approach to habits as I teach it to my clients, as I share it with my coaching private and corporate clients, because I think it's very practical for corporates to H-A-B-I-T-S. H is for heart, understanding clearly what your why is. A is awareness and attention. Where is your awareness and attention when you're indulging in that habit, good or bad? B, B is for behavior. What behaviors are you indulging in, good or bad? I is for integration. How do you in integrate this good habit into your environment? Or if it's a bad habit, how do you integrate into your environment a scenario where the bad habit becomes harder to do? Make it harder for you to do the bad habit. So I is for integration. I is also for environment, checking in with your 
inner state, your emotions, so you can associate better emotions with the habits that you want to get, and you can associate more negative emotions with the habits that you want to give up. So you use the power of pain and pleasure for you. And the T in habits is for trust, backing yourself, having faith in yourself. And lastly, the S in habits is for sustainability. How do you sustain that habit that you want to create? How do you sustain your perseverance for the habit that you want to give up? Not beating yourself up, but backing yourself. Not beating yourself up, but backing yourself, having faith that you will achieve it. Hey folks, thanks so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And as with all our episodes, found something to inform, inspire and empower you in your personal and spiritual journeys in life. As always, feel free to leave a little love through your ratings and comments. Subscribe and share it with those you care about. And take your personal and spiritual evolution to the next level by joining us on one of our unique events, workshops, or retreats, or taking advantage of our personal and professional coaching packages. Find out more about us at mantratherapy.co.uk. I'm your host, Prash K. This is Urban Spirituality, and we will catch you on the next episode.